We lost a couple of legends last week. Joe Biden says what we all knew for over a year, then runs off to a beach someplace, and AOC is still an idiot. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Oh, I, I know I'm a day late. I should have been here yesterday, but I didn't do a podcast yesterday. Josie had an extra day off, which is kind of awesome for her. And uh, so I took the day off again. Um, as far as New Year's, I hope you had a great New Year. We did. We had we had a lot of fun. I'm exhausted. Uh, I'm kind of glad we didn't do have our... I'm kind of glad I didn't do a podcast yesterday because I would have been completely off. Today is just bloody cold. So I know some of you... From back east, you're all freezing, especially if you're on the I-95, you're kind of stuck. A lot of stuff has happened, and it's going to take me a couple days to get through last week. But it was just a lot of stupid stuff last week. So, But here's the big news. Uh, Joe Biden has finally figured out how to handle the China virus, and I'm pretty sure he's right about this. After saying for the last two years that he was going to crush this virus and this virus was going to disappear if you elected him president, he finally threw up his arms, accepted that there is no federal solution, and the best way to handle it is just to let the states deal with it the way they want to deal with it and move on. Uh, here he was at a press conference last week, I hate to tell you, basically admitting that he lied for the last two years. Listen to what he said. Thank you very much. Look, there is no federal solution. This gets solved at a state level. I'm looking at Governor Sununu on the board here. He talks about that a lot. And it ultimately gets down to where the rubber meets the road. And that's where the patient is in need of help or preventing the need for help. Wow, that's a far cry from what he said for the last two years, which sounds sounded something like this. Donald Trump has given up. Over the weekend, the White House chief of staff said, and I'm quoting, we're not going to control the pandemic. It's obvious he's not. At the debate last week with Trump, he said, we're, we're rounding the corner. It's going away. We're willing to live with it. Remember what I told him? He's asking us to learn to die with it. That's what's happening. Donald Trump has waved the white flag, abandoned our families, and surrendered to this virus. But the American people never give up. We never give in. And we surely don't cower. And neither will I. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. Yeah, that didn't happen. Matter of fact, uh, we just surpassed one million COVID infections this th uh, yes this last week, the highest in the world. Of course, when Biden said this, he didn't take any questions from the compliant media. One of the people in the conference actually told uh, Biden's handlers to clear the room before they continued their conference, and everyone just walked out. No screaming, no yelling of questions from anybody. They just all walked out of the room. Then Joe Biden got up, walked away, said the same thing while he was heading to his helicopter and flew off to his beach house in Delaware. 
the big question is going to be, when is Biden, who says only states can deal with the virus, going to end his federal mask and vax mandates? This has been a big question since he said the federal government can't do anything about it. So far, it doesn't look like there are any plans to do any of that. In fact, Joe Biden, uh, through the courts, because there are a bunch of businesses that do not want the vax mandates, the Biden administration said they're going to take it all the way to the Supreme Court to force the vax mandates through OSHA. These courts have already said that the Navy SEALs who fought against the VAX mandates due to religious reasons, uh, the courts have ruled against the Biden administration, so the Navy SEALs don't need to get a VAX mandate. So what did the Biden administration do? Well, uh, they don't have to get the VAX due to religious reasons. So what did the Biden administration do? We're taking it to the Supreme Court. Wait a minute. I thought there was no federal man. I thought there was there were no federal solutions. So why is he putting in a federal mandate? The uh, this is a huge uh, turnaround for the Biden administration. Be prepared to see his ratings fall even further than they are. Uh, he basically won the presidency promising that he's going to stop this virus. And by the way, no one believed that. I never believed that. I thought that was just a lie. I thought that was just a talking point. And no one expects him to. If he had just gone there and said pretty much what Trump said, hey, we're not going to end this virus. It's something we're going to have to live with. And he said this in 2020. If he had just gone... No one would be blaming Biden for what's happening in the world today. By the way, uh, the virus, yeah, it's it's not that bad. Um, so this is one of the reasons, by the way, the media is not helping any of this at all. CNN and MSNBC have dropped their COVID death tickers. They're actually trying to protect Biden to screen him from this disaster that he Biden himself has created, it's not working. Um, now they have a ticker instead. On, I couldn't believe when I saw this on CNN. They CNN actually has a ticker on the percentage of people that are vaxxed. Like the vaccine is something that's going to be a thing. So the problem is the new Omicron variant is flying around the country. The New York Times report, and and Biden has no plan to stop this thing. And this is going to kill him in 2022 during the elections. The New York Times reported, Wednesday's seven-day average of the new daily cases, which is 301,000, was also a record compared to 267,000 the day before. By the way, that's higher than it ever hit with Trump. In in the past week, more than 2 million cases have been reported nationally, and 15 states and territories reported more cases than any other seven-day period since the pandemic began. Okay, so here's the thing. Let's not panic. It's because that seems to be what is happening here. There is some really good news. The first off is the virus is far more contagious. That's the bad news. But not even close 
to as deadly. It is 80 times less dangerous than the Delta variant. And the Delta variant was substantially less uh, dangerous than the Alpha variant, which was the first variant. Hospitalizations have gone up a bit this week, last week, but they are far from overwhelming the hospitals. And it's been reported that people that were diagnosed with COVID were actually in the hospital for different reasons. So if I broke my leg and everyone gets tested when they walk into a hospital, if I broke my leg, it was still considered a COVID uh, infection that the reason this person was in the hospital. So the reporting hasn't changed at all. And the, the reporting is pretty much incorrect. Death rates have not spiked at all. Death rates have gone up a little bit, but it's a soft incline. And it really doesn't, we're not really sure if a lot of those deaths had much to do with COVID. Don't forget, the hospitals report everything as a COVID death, even though the death probably had nothing to do with COVID. So if I had a heart attack and I went to the hospital, I'm tested for COVID and I'm COVID positive and I die of that heart attack. They still consider that a COVID death. South Africa has reported that they have passed the spike already, which means we should pass our spike by the end of January, beginning of February. Um, that's great considering we really weren't that far behind COVID, uh, far behind Omicron from South Africa. We actually were infected with Omicron pretty much right after, in late November, early December. So we shouldn't be too far behind them. And here's the big one no one's talking about. There have only been 19 deaths due to Omicron in the United States as of now. Though every death is tragic, that's not a lot. And most of those people that died of COVID died because they had comorbidities. They actually had other problems that made COVID more dangerous to those individuals. We're also seeing that the Omicron virus is not being stopped by the... It's not being stopped by the vaccines. I think it's time now to, to stop calling this a vaccine that we took. These are not vaccines. Vaccines prevent disease. These don't prevent diseases. This doesn't prevent the COVID disease. It minimizes the severity of the disease, but it's not, it's not killing anyone. So, it, it's not, um, it's not, I'm sorry, not killing anyone, but it's not preventing the disease at all. So I think it's a good time to sit back and say, you know what? It's not a vaccine. It's a preventative treatment. Now that's not stopping anyone from panicking. Uh, the CDC says that we are looking at an additional 44,000 deaths this month, but here's a newsflash. I don't believe them. I don't think we're going to see 44,000 deaths. We might because of comorbidities and things like that. And comorbidities include cancer treatments. 
They include diabetes, obesity, um, uh, things like that. And you're already susceptible to the flu. But so far, this whole thing is looking like, the Omicron is looking like it's a little worse than a cold and not quite as deadly as a as the flu. And by the way, I'm not making this stuff up. That's all on the CDC website. You can go to the CDC. CDC is completely lost all credibility right now. But the CDC does keep the statistics, and you can read the statistics there. So the panic is not stopping. New York is arresting anyone who goes to a restaurant without a Vax card. In Australia, in England, if you go to a McDonald's and order from a uh, order from one of their automated areas, they will reject you if you don't have a Vax card. Atlanta is going back to remote learning. As a matter of fact, the unions, the teachers' unions, have said we should all go back to remote learning. Hey, anyone tells you that teachers are heroes? They should talk to me. I, teachers are not heroes. These, a lot of these teachers, they just don't want to work. They don't want to go to school. They don't want to wake up in the morning. Well, anyway, apparently the teachers union thinks that um, COVID is more dangerous than depression that the children are going through, drugs, which the children are going through, and it's more important than socializing of the children. I mean, they, they don't really care about the children. All the blue states have gone back to mask mandates, though it's not popular. California, for example, no one is actually wearing a mask. I can walk into a Walmart, not wear a mask. I went to Costco yesterday, and I just pulled my mask down once I got in, and no one said a word to me. Testing is now required for students and workers. Uh, my Josie said that she has to get tested at least once a week if she doesn't get the booster. The problem is there's a shortage of tests, and they're beginning to see a problem with Omicron with the rapid tests that they have. Israel is now mandating a fourth shot. We're never going to end with this. They don't want this to end. Netherlands is actually using attack dogs to quell COVID protests. That's really awesome. And Florida still remains in the middle of the pack, even though it is the oldest state in the country, and they don't have mask or, or vax mandates. I'm sure there'll be more mandates in blue cities. I'm waiting for Gavin Newsom this week to close uh, California schools again because Randy Weingartner, who is the head of the teacher, the National Teachers Union, has said, I think we should close again. I'm done with the mask. I'm done with being boosted. I'm not, I'm not getting the booster. I have no desire to keep doing this every three months, and I don't even know what these boosters do. Businesses in California are pretty much done with it, too. So, like I said, I do carry a mask. I have a mask in my pocket right now. But I, I have yet to walk into a place where I've had to wear it. And But here's the thing. Here's the scandal. This should be a scandal. And it's not being talked about at all. I haven't seen it in Washington Post. I haven't seen it in the... I haven't seen it in the New York Times. I haven't heard it on CNN or MSNBC. 
Biden is actually withholding the monochronal, monochronal antibodies, which is a treatment for COVID. He's holding it from states that he doesn't like. And what state does he hate most? Florida. The Surgeon General of State said that Joe Biden is withholding monoclonal antibody treatments from them and other states. They are ready to open 11 sites to treat COVID-positive cases. So the Surgeon General, Joseph uh, Ladopo, I think is it, the name is pronounced, sent a searing letter to the Biden administration's Secretary of Health and Human Services, Xavier Becerra, who's a complete moron. I should know he's from California. He said this, quote, the federal government is actively preventing the effective distribution of monoclonal antibody treatments in the U.S. The sudden suspension of multiple monoclonal antibody treatment therapy from distribution to Florida removes a healthcare provider's ability to decide the best treatment options for their patients in the state. This short-sightedness is especially evident given that the federal government effectively prohibited states from purchasing these antibody treatments and serving their populations directly. Hmm. Now let's review some things. The government is withholding a known successful treatment for the COVID for COVID in the monoclonal antibodies. They have demonized other treatments like, like ivermectin, another treatment that has been proven successful by calling it a horse dewormer. Now, mind you, ivermectin, I've said this before, has been used in Africa for decades. It saved millions of lives from malaria and other diseases. So this is, this is not a horse dewormer. They're not talking about the new Pfizer pill that's been created for treating COVID, which will be approved by the FDA this week if it hasn't already been approved. We still do not know about the B and T cell, which are the memory cells, immunity from the vaccine. So we don't know if the vaccine, even though we never caught COVID, we don't know if the vaccine's uh, uh, prevention is actually stored in our memory cells. They are still pushing vaccine mandates for a vaccine that doesn't stop the disease. They refuse to look at the science and statistics for Omicron because if you look at infection rates, yeah, it looks terrible. But if you look at death rates, no, it doesn't look bad at all. As a matter of fact, I'm sorry if I can take off my shoes and my gloves and count the number of deaths in the United States, it means it's really not that dangerous of a virus. And we're beginning to lock down again based on a disease that has caused maybe a hundred deaths around the world. Do you guys see what's happening? The, the, the government doesn't want this to end. They want this to continue on. They don't want to shut down the virus. That's not the goal. The goal is to keep creating the panic. Keep fostering the panic. It's about control. They want to actually change 
the entire country using this virus as an excuse. And by the way, that's a very common thing done by communist governments. It's extremely common. The revolution can never end. It must continue. Need more proof. Well, let's enter, let's, uh, enter uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, probably the stupidest politician in the world. Now, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez belongs, it runs the district of the Bronx in New York. And New York is an absolute mess. They are having a huge COVID spike right now. They're under a vax and mask mandates. They are locking down. They also have a huge crime problem. And then the weather really sucks in New York at this time of year. So it's really cold. So where does... So here's the question. What is she doing now that she has a month off? By the way, it must be nice to get a month off while making $170,000 a year and never having to have a full... And never having to had a full-time job before to get that job. She's also a huge China virus mandate person. She, she loves the mask mandates. She loves limiting our freedoms. She loves uh, the uh, vax mandates. She loves taking our money. So she's a huge, you know, she's a huge tax hound. So where does she take her month-long break? Did she go back to New York to her district during some of the toughest times that her district has ever seen? Does she go to Puerto Rico to visit her abuela who lost her home from a storm caused by climate change? Does she go to Texas to stand by stand in unity with the 200,000 illegal aliens that crossed the border and are currently incarcerated during processing? Does she do any of the stuff that she claims is so important? Nope. She goes to Miami, Florida to drink margaritas with her boyfriend, who, by the way, I'm pretty sure is gay and has crappy taste in sandals. And what does she wear a mask? Nope. She does not. You know, she goes to Florida, the freest state in the country. Florida that doesn't have a mask or a vax mandate. Florida, that doesn't have any state taxes. Florida, that celebrates free speech and gun rights. Florida, that supports the police and has low crime. That Florida. Anyway, a reporter saw her, uh, saw her, took a picture and posted it on social media of her sitting in a, sitting at a bar drinking a margarita with her boyfriend. And then... They have her filmed at a uh, transvest trans bar. Uh, I don't know. Men wear men wear women's clothing. A bar that bar, and she's dancing around, of course, without a mask. And what's the big shock? Republicans sit there and say, "Look at the hypocrisy of this woman." Now, I don't mind that that she goes to 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 Florida on her vacation. I, I really don't have any issues with it. I don't care if she doesn't wear a mask. I don't care what her vac status is. Honestly, her vac status is 
none of my damn business. But the way she tears apart all the other people who don't support her BS tyranny, tyrannical policies, that's what's annoying about the whole thing. So AOC just got torn apart on Twitter, and she had a lot to talk about it. Uh, she said Republicans weren't attacking her because of her obvious hypocrisy and the fact that she doesn't seem to give a damn about anyone else but herself, but it's because she's so hot. I'm, I, I had to go on Twitter and actually read this because I couldn't believe she said this. She said, quote, if Republicans are mad they can't date me, they can just say that instead of projecting their sexual frustrations onto my boyfriend's feet, you creepy weirdos. She said that because her boyfriend had really ugly sandals on. And She continued, It's starting to get old ignoring the very obvious, strange, and deranged sexual frustrations that underpin the Republican fixation on me. Women, LGBTQ+, people in general. These people clearly need therapy, won't do it, and use politics as their outlet instead. It's really weird. I, I still to this, I, I truly believe, Greg Gutfeld said this, and it, this kind of makes sense. I believe she was probably drunk when she tweeted this. Don't drink and tweet. I, I cannot believe she said this. And the other thing is, could you imagine if she was a male and she said this? I mean, I guess she could be a male and she said this. I mean, we don't have male and female anymore. But can you imagine if a guy said this? If Mitch McConnell said this? How much crap these people would get? And the narcissism of this woman is just incredible. I mean, I read this and I can't even, I can't even think of what possessed her to say something like this. But she wasn't finished. She still hates Florida, and she makes absolutely sure that Florida is, that she will dick any, the conservative leadership in Florida. So she, she of course, tweets later, she decides to attack Ron DeSantis. Now, Ron DeSantis has been, quote, missing, end quote, for the last two weeks. And by missing, I mean he hasn't done any press conferences. That That's what I mean by missing. He hasn't been missing. He's been working. But she decided to tweet this. And it isn't just her. The entire media is just ripping on Ron DeSantis. So this is what she said. Quote, hasn't Governor DeSantis been inexplicably missing for like two weeks? I love the like two weeks. If he's around, I would be happy to say hello. His social media team seems to have been posting old photos for weeks. In the meantime, perhaps I could do some help with some local organizing. Folks are quite receptive here. Yeah, you go do that, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You go say that we're going to start taxing you. We're going to put mandates on you. We're going to take away your guns. You do that in Florida. And by the way, why don't you do that in your city, which is struggling right now? But she doesn't do that, no. Um, here's the thing. Uh, Rhonda Santos wasn't on vacation. He actually was working. 
he posts his schedule. He just did not post any, uh, he did not have any press conferences. And here's another thing. Um, DeSantis was also working with a working with a real problem in his personal life that he felt the need to handle during the Christmas vacation. According to Fox News, DeSant, quote, DeSantis announced in October that his wife has been diagnosed with breast cancer, telling Fox News at the time as, quote, the mother of three young children, Casey is the centerpiece of our family and has made an impact on our lives and countless Floridians through her initiatives as first lady. That's right. He's been dealing with his wife's uh, chemo treatments because of her breast cancer. I I'm going to say something right now that if there are kids there and you don't want to hear cussing, this is probably the time to lower your, your radio or whatever you're listening to. What AOC has got to be the meanest, most apathetic bitch in politics. I was I was on Twitter when I saw this quote and I responded with three links stating that Casey DeSantis was did have cancer. And I knew if I put it put the Fox News link there, it would be a problem. So I searched for two more links. All the leftists pointed out was that my links came from right-wing sources and uh, Honestly, um, one of the sources was The Hill, it, which is no right-wing source, so I didn't know what to say. And all I stated was, maybe you people should, you know, turn off CNN and MSNBC once in a while and get some real news out there, read a real paper. I, hey, hey, the Wall Street Journal is no right-wing magazine. You know what? Read the Wall Street Journal a little bit. These people are so out of touch. Well, DeSantis yesterday, on Monday, decided to respond to this whole mess, and he had people laughing their ass off. Listen, uh, by the way, this is two clips I melded into one. I mean, look, I, I think if, if, you, if I had a dollar for every lockdown politician who decided to escape to Florida over the last two years, I'd be a pretty doggone wealthy man, let me tell you. I mean, Congress people, mayors, governors, I mean, you name it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I should have been at the beach in Delaware, right? And then they would have been really happy with that. Um, you know, it was, I mean, you look, we actually put out the schedule, and I think these people didn't know that. They think because you're not doing a big press conference, you're not doing. So, you know, uh, Friday we were... Uh, Kevin, Joe, and I all had discussions about you know doing what we're doing. Of course, I was at the uh, down in Miami later to Thursday in the office working on this and some other stuff. Um, and it's true, Wednesday there was nothing on the calendar, and so I think they're like, "Oh my God, he's on vacation!" And I'm like, you know, and I just looked at my wife. I'm like, you know, going to the hospital uh, with you uh, is not a vacation for you. I know that, and it's not a vacation. I mean, this is something that as a husband, I think that I I should be doing. Uh, I've accompanied her to all her chemo therapy treatments and she's there for a long time i mean you know i'm there most of the time but it's a it's a draining thing when she's done with it you know it's it's not it's it's not something that, that that's great to see um and so i just think a lot of people particularly people that have gone through breast cancer treatments the notion that that would be considered a vacation i think is offensive to a lot of those folks and they understand you know what you're doing everything he said is true 
Everything he said is true. By the way, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez has not been doing her job anyway. She's got a lot to talk about somebody like DeSantis not being around. According to the Daily Wire, quote, In fact, even AOC has been saying the coronavirus is still a problem. Just a little over two weeks ago, AOC informed Congress she could not cast votes or attend official proceedings in person because she was going because of the, quote, ongoing public health emergency, end quote, and had to have a proxy do her job. Wow. So she can't do her job, but she has absolutely no problem traveling on a plane going to Florida where she could cruise around at a party at a bar without a mask on. These people are so out of touch. And people see this. And I'm going to give her a bit of a break. I think she was probably drunk. I think she probably sat back. She was drinking. Or her Even the picture shows her on her phone while she's with her boyfriend, which, by the way, is a real bad habit to do. be. But she probably was drunk, and she texted this and but just just the pure narcissism the 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 pure i'm so much better this should get her primary right off her bat especially in that mickey mouse district in new york that she's in they should see this stuff and here's the thing they don't they really don't i personally believe these guys are get what they deserve you vote for her that's what you get you voted for all this crap in new york this is what you get Today it was released, it was found out that 19 blue states, blue states, New York, Massachusetts, Illinois included, California, Rhode Island, Delaware, all of these blue states people are leaving. They have all lost populations because guess what? A lot of people are sick and tired of these of this crappy policies. And of course you got states like Florida that are saying, yeah, you can come here, but don't start voting for what caused you to leave in the first place. Don't make Texas blue. Don't make Florida blue. Because then we're just going to keep going back and forth, back and forth, where suddenly California is going to be a red state again. That could happen. You just watch. But yeah, I I, I don't know. These, these folks are just such idiots, and they keep proving they're idiots, but they keep getting elected. Okay, in our last story, we lost some legends this week. Uh, football coaching great John Madden died. Um, he he led the uh, Oakland Raiders to a Super Bowl back in the 70s. He went on to Monday Night Football fame, where he, comment, he was a commentator for 20 years, and he was really entertaining. And kids know him today. He's a... He's, cross-generational where he cre- he helped in creating the video football game um, Madden and everyone one of the most famous popular football games in video game consoles and that game has been around for 10-15 years he was energetic he was knowledgeable he was funny and boom could he call a game and if you've watched John Madden uh, commentate, you know what I mean by boom. 
but we lost someone else and this one was really a lot harder for me because I love this woman um, Betty White known for her most recent work the Golden Girls died at the age of 99 just 17 days before her 100th birthday they were planning her 100th birthday she was a great actress they they thought they thought that um, we needed to know how she died. They said she she was 99. She died of natural causes. Wasn't COVID, I guess. Um, she had a firecracker personality. She just, her co comedy, you never really saw a lot of her comedy because a lot of it was really blue. I mean, she would say things that were, she did one joke about, women's vaginas being more powerful than men's balls. I thought that was absolutely hysterical. Uh, let's listen to a little clip from her from an SNL skit she did about, oh, eight years ago. And this just shows Betty White. Now, the clip is a little longer, but I think it's worth a listen. And we can, we can end the show on this. Uh, here, here she is on SNL. Hello, ma'am. I am a census taker with the U.S. Census Bureau. Oh, terrific. Good for you. Bye. Oh, no, wait. Sorry. Hang on. Um, you never returned your 2010 census form, so if I could just ask you a few questions. Absolutely, dear. Will I need a calculator? No, ma'am. Because I have one. But I took the batteries out to use them in a crotch massager. Uh, no, you will not need a calculator. Uh, first question, how many people live at this residence? Uh, zero. You don't live here? Oh, including me? Three. Okay, well, I'm going to put you down as the primary resident. Terrific. Now, what, how would you describe your race or ethnic origin? Well, to, superior to Asians, but not as intelligent as blacks. Whoops, okay. Let me clarify, which of the following describes you? Uh, white, Asian, Hispanic, Pacific Islander? Oh, Pacific Islander. Let's try that. And don't skimp on the rum. <laughs> okay. uh, what is your last name, ma'am? Blarfengar. Can you spell that for me? S-M-I-T-H. And that's pronounced... Blarfengar. Not Smith? They changed it at Ellis Island when I was there two weeks ago on a bingo cruise. Okay, and your first name? Blarfengar. And that's spelled? L-E-E. -E. So your name is Blarfengar, Blarfengar, spelled Lee Smith. Well, back in school, they had to call me Blarfengar B because there was another girl in the class named Lee Jarvis. Okay, sure. Uh, are there any people living in this residence part-time? Oh, goodness, yes. There's Fluffy, Princess, Tigger, Socks. Oh, and these are people we're talking about and not cats, right? There's really no way of knowing. <laughs> Sometimes when I see their big eyes looking up from my lap, I think... That's definitely a homeless guy in a fur coat. Okay, uh, honestly, Ms. Blarfengar, the government is just trying to ascertain. Ah, ascertain. That used to be my stripper name. 
I recently changed it to Blarfengard. Okay, you know what? We're done. Oh, good. You have a good day, sir. <laughs> May both their souls rest in peace. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.